Hey everybody, this is Father John Ricardo with Acts 29, and in the middle of all the craziness and the uncertainty that's going on right now, it seems from our perspective as a team that it's worth using these days to reflect in a more deliberate way on the scriptures every day, which for many of us now is the only spiritual food that we're receiving. And so we're going to do a special podcast series simply entitled, Be Not Afraid, God's Word in Uncertain Times. And we'll try to post something every day, usually reflecting on the scriptures so that we can listen in on what God is trying to say to us in these days. One line from Saturday's first reading in the Acts of the Apostles that I keep going back to, what were the apostles doing during those 40 days between the resurrection of Jesus and his ascension? And how can that help us right now in these days of social distancing and uh, the fallout from the COVID-19 pandemic that we're living through? Those are the Three things on my mind as I look out my window and watch the snowfall on April 21st in Metro Detroit. Thank you, Jesus, for the gift of snow. All right, so first the line that I keep going back to. So last Saturday, uh, we heard the, the this passage of John and Peter after they had uh, healed in the name of Jesus, the crippled man being hauled in front of Caiaphas and Annas, names that should be very familiar to us because these are the two people who were responsible for exercising uh, the high priesthood at the time of Jesus' uh, execution and his trial. And they warn Peter and John to no longer talk about Jesus to the people. And Peter and John said, in uh, verse 19, whether it's right in the sight of God to listen to you rather than to God, you must judge. And then here's the line I keep going back to, verse 20. For we cannot but speak of what we have seen and heard. So I mentioned, uh, I think Saturday, as I was reflecting on this, what jumped out at me on Saturday was that second part, not just what they've seen, but what they'd heard. And for my own prayer, I just keep going back to this. So these 40 days huh, between Jesus's resurrection on Easter Sunday and his ascension, it's not like there were just a couple of quick appearances and the apostles saw Jesus, maybe exchanged, you know, a high five or an elbow bump or fist bump and then a couple of quick words. There's prolonged conversations. The scriptures don't detail these for us. But we know this. The fathers of the church used to reflect on this all the time. This is the Lord giving them instructions about what it is that's going to be happening. I mean, God's not going to become man, go through all that he did, train the apostles in the way that he did leading into the passion, and then after the resurrection, just kind of leave them high and dry, right? No, we just don't have access to what they actually talked about. But here's what we know, right? The apostles are men and, you know, they're men, just like you and I are men and women. Which means what? Which means they're curious as all get out. One of the things Pope John Paul II used to always say distinguishes the human person from every other creature on earth is we ask questions, right? We're curious. Your dog doesn't ask questions. Uh, your cat doesn't ask questions. I love pandas. They don't ask questions. They beg, right? That's what they do. We ask questions, so what were the apostles doing during these days? Well, you better believe they're asking questions, right? So imagine what they're asking Jesus. Because I'd be having conversations like this. So what's the Father like? What's heaven like? 
What do we do there? Um, why did the devil rebel? Who is he? What were you doing on the cross? What was his face like, the devil's, that is, when, when you showed up in hell and you liberated it? What is sin? Why is it so dangerous? What's it like at the moment when you die? What's it like to have a resurrected body? I mean, like, how is it that you just show up here in the upper room or wherever we are, like on the seashore or, you know, walking on the way to Emmaus? I mean, how is it that you have a body and yet the body's not bound by time and space the way ours are? I mean, these and like countless questions would have been going on in my mind. Imagine the conversations that they have with Our Lady. I mean, how, how do we know, for example, what it is that happened in Luke 1 between the Archangel Gabriel and Mary. We know that because Mary shared that with the apostles who then told it to Luke. I mean, this is what we do, right? We, we just talk, we ask questions, we converse. These and so many other things are what must have been the topics of conversation for the apostles between themselves and Jesus in these 40 days. Now, how can that help you and me right now? Well, here's what comes to mind for me anyway. The apostles in these days, they don't have access to the sacraments. Sacraments aren't given yet, really. I mean, Jesus shows up once in a while, and they see him in the breaking of the bread, but this is hardly like celebrating Mass, right? Until the Spirit descends, and they begin to gather around the apostles, the Christians do, and the breaking of the bread, there's, there's no sacramental life yet. This is just a time of intense uh, deepening of the friendship between Jesus and and the 12. And I think that's a lot uh, like our time right now. I think this could be a really helpful thing to reflect on as we continue to not have access to the things that we've taken for granted, uh, many of us anyway, for so long, most especially the, the sacramental life. So we don't have access to the Eucharist, at least most people don't, Jesus lives in you. The Spirit of God lives in you. And because the Spirit of God lives in you, this is a time, I would suggest, that you and I are being uh, afforded an opportunity to sin uh, sincerely, to truly deepen our friendship with God. We do that by praying, which is just a really formal word for conversation. So just as the apostles are having in-depth, curious conversations, asking questions of Jesus in those days, so too for us, I would suggest, this is a really uh, God-given time. I'm not saying he's created this pandemic or he's behind all this, but he's allowing it. The Lord is allowing this time, and one of the graces that could be coming out of it for many of us is a true deepening of our friendship with Jesus so that when we do have an opportunity to go back to Mass, our friendship with the Lord is sincerely richer than it is right now. And so, mindful that the Spirit lives in you, mindful that you have access to God right now, though you may not have access to the sacraments, you have access to God right now. I would implore you, to use these days well, and to pray for me that I will too, that we will uh, learn to talk more intimately, more sincerely, 
more genuinely with the Lord. Just as the apostles brought their questions and their fears and their concerns, bring him your questions, your fears, your concerns, and then listen. Because God talks. He knows how to communicate with you and me. He made you and me. He knows our language, quote-unquote. He knows the way to speak to us. And let's ask Our Lady in a special way in these days where we continue to celebrate Jesus' triumph over sin and death and the powers of evil to pray for us for ears to hear God's voice and for the courage to be honest with him in our conversations so that he would calm our anxieties and our fears as we ask the really true questions that linger in our minds and hearts. God's with you. He's within you. Do not be afraid. You were born for this. <laughs>